Hey, everybody. We're Bob and Audrey, a husband and wife team. And this is our podcast all about relationships. We are marriage and relationship enthusiasts. Believe me, there is a God-given design to thrive in both life and love. And we think that Jesus is amazing and worth following with everything you have. On this podcast, we are putting together the truth and best practices we have learned over our 35 years of marriage, and more specifically, over the past 18 years, where we have spent our lives helping people love their relationships. After getting through our own family crisis, we became passionate about rescuing and mentoring others. We have authored numerous books and developed on-demand courses that can be found on our website, lovemarriedlife.com. And with all that said, let's dive into the episode for this week. Welcome to this week's podcast of All About Relationships. This is episode number 32. And what an amazing episode this will be. We are very, very excited Mm -hmm. about talking about a brainstorming together session. And I hope that you're, you know, kind of on top, you know, listening to this podcast in schedule, simply because, you know, (laughs) we've set you up for a good one. We're in between Christmas and New Year's. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a, a little bit of downtime, I think, in our lives right now. And everyone is just, I think, on that edge of, hey, 2020, you know, let's let's say goodbye to 2019 and boy, 2020 is going to be good. It really I think everyone is, is, is in, in great anticipation for that. And I'm also just really thankful about how this has progressed in our podcast. For those of you who have listened to 29, right. 30, and 31, we've been talking about communication goals. So you've learned more about yourself, you know, that you want to feel a certain way when you mm-hmm. communicate, you want to feel liked or right, safe or in control. So, and you, you, you've down, many of you have downloaded our book, My Communication Goals. Oh, one point on that. Yeah. Uh, there was a lady that was looking for our book in bookstores. Oh yeah, that's and right. So it is a free ebook download. That means yes. electronic. And so you have to go to the website. Um, Bob and and you click it there and there's a PDF download. It's a great download and it's free for anyone. And you can print it off in yep. your home and make your own book, make your own book, <laughs> but you will not find it in print because we never no, even published it, not. never even published it in print. So anyway, we, we've set you up, you guys, you're just going to love this because now that you know your communication goal, now you can have an effective and amazing brainstorming session together and that's how we're going to set you up today is right. exactly how to make that happen. Yeah. So you don't have to be what defensive. Questions. You don't have to worry about, you know, is he or she going to even hear me? Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to help you, you know, with questions to ask, you know, thought provoking, but also t- because you want to begin with intention to set the trajectory for yourself. Yes. And then as a couple to be able to set the trajectory for us, where are we going and where then do we have this commonality? You know, where do we have this union? Where do we have this um, agreement? Agreement. Mm-hmm. And I love this word harmony mm-hmm. because we'll, we'll approach it in very different ways possibly. And that's why. The two of us together, we're better together than we are apart. And that's why the brainstorming session is so important because that's where we lose our way. Bob and I might have a similar goal in mind, but our paths to get to that goal is very different than each other. So sometimes we lose each other within the path saying, hey, how come you're not walking on my path? And it's like, but we have the same goal. Honey, a brainstorming session, the very idea of brainstorming is about generating Mm -hmm. new ideas and solutions. Yeah. 
about a specific goal, but it's removing all inhibitions, knowing that you're not going to get criticized. This is so, so that's a good setup to know that this is just putting things out there. This is free, like total let's have freedom without inhibition. Yeah. And there's a a psychological uh, difference, you know, that takes place when you are intentional you know, and you make those decisions rather than just letting life happen, mm-hmm. and and it just kind of happens to you. Yes, um, because that's the you know it's kind of viewed as you know you're just kind of sliding into it, and whatever you know comes your way, you know, <laughs> you hope I'll it just, lands good. <laughs> hope you lands good. I'm just I'll just slide into that, and you know, possibly 2019 has just slid on by, but <laughs> it's far more significant and powerful when you arrive at something. Mm -hmm. So this is the intention and we're going to arrive. We're going to take the needed steps required Mm -hmm. because this is our intention. This is our goal. This is our purpose. And we're going to move in direction in unison and in harmony in this way. Boy, it'll bring so much satisfaction and fulfillment to your heart rather than just this wishful, you know, hopeful, you know, lackadaisical, you know, thinking because true hope is founded in faith. Hope is that joyful, confident anticipation of the very purposes and plans of God becoming your reality. And you know what? I'm glad you're listening to this because I believe we're going to help you put words to what's going on deep inside of you. Because if I were to name what this brain session, brain I was going to say brainwashing. That's not right. Brainstorming. No, no. No, that's not good. Brainstorming session would be called is what really matters to me. And this is me having a conversation with you that, you know what, this actually really matters to me. And most of us don't have the um, systems or this ability inside of us to even voice the deepest things of what matters. So that's how we're going to help you set you up. Mm-hmm. And so, th- again, it's an invitation. Yes. But whether or not you'll step into it and make it a practice or participate mm-hmm. will de- determine whether you experience the benefit. And, okay? yes. So I want to experience everything that Jesus has for me. Mm-hmm. He gave his life for me. You see, the invitation is there. It's up to me whether or not I'll be that disciple. I'll follow him and then step into that because that's what it speaks about in Luke 14. Hmm. You know, the invitation to the banquet. Oh, yeah. And and so everyone was invited. But here's, here's what happened. When the banquet was ready mm-hmm. and they were then said, hey, the banquet's ready. Come on. Let's, you know, let's eat. Let's, let's celebrate. They came up with excuses. So true. They had excuse why? after excuse mm-hmm. after excuse of why they couldn't attend. So the invitation, you know, I love new beginnings. Mm-hmm. His mercy every day is a new beginning. But I here love we that. are, you know, at the beginning of a new year. I love new beginnings. And so I think there is an invitation. Mm-hmm. Now will I take the re- you know, the necessary steps mm-hmm. to see his very purposes really become my reality. So I'm going to count the cost and I'm going to set my intention. So it's not based on what anyone else does or doesn't do. 
I'm going to choose to be this person, you see, in, in my future. And so, that's probably the first excuse that's, that some of our listeners might have that's really legit is that, hey, I'm interested. I'm all in. I want to have a brainstorming session, but I don't think my spouse is into it. And I don't think, you know what I'm saying? And so yeah. that'll be the first one and say, you know what? There, you will get something from this, this podcast, even if you're single or however, whatever state you're in. Right. But this is going to benefit your life. Yeah. So are you looking, you know, possibly just for a deeper sense of safety or security in your relationship? That could very well be true. Or you might just use this podcast as a playful exercise <laughs> that the two of you just simply want to try out. Sure. Hey, let's have a conversation like together. Like we've never had before. Right. But Why what not? you do want to do is to discover and align your life goals and your values together. Yes. You do want to bring clarity clarity to that because what builder or what renovator doesn't first count the cost mm-hmm. and so we we want to lay down the cost and we want to be able to bring our primary intention okay and we want to be able to discover and even verbalize what is most important to me mm-hmm. and so that that then becomes a very intimate relationship Mm-hmm. Because now you are being vulnerable. Yeah. Okay. And will you truthfully and honestly listen and hear me? Mm-hmm. And and that's what intimacy is, you know, is to be fully known. This is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm feeling. And I'm not passing judgments here. I'm just want to talk about and it. And that's why I love the very definition of brainstorming because yeah. it's, there's no critical stuff here. Every everything is on the table. If you feel that way, you can you can you can no ideas are wrong and and we're not going to have inhibitions. Right. And and a lot of times it can turn out to be uh, a goal setting session, mm-hmm. which I mean you can. But a lot of times a goal setting session then comes into uh what are we going to change? Right. And I'd what rather is, get to what know What is going to be different? Right. You know what? I'd exactly. rather I'd rather this brainstorming. We'll actually do this now with you yep. guys listening. So you guys can just just come into our conversation. Yep. We're just going to actually have you. this. But Bob, at the end of this conversation, I want you to know that I hope that um, you'll, I hope that I'll be able to express what matters most to me, but I hope that I'll learn something about you tonight. Mm-hmm. I really do as we're recording because this. Because goals are good. Sure. We need them. But a lot of times they're accomplished through effort and force. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I understand that. But when you set your intention, all of a sudden it invites a transformation. Now I'm going to become who I believe that I am. Mm-hmm. So in this conversation, you'll begin to, to discover what possibly are your limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. This is what we want to experience, you know, mm-hmm. as a couple and as a family. This is what I'd really like to do as an individual. But what are the limiting beliefs or limiting factors that might be there? But now I have someone who can support me yeah. and, and can be in agreement. And so when we find our limiting beliefs, all of a sudden... Now I can replace that with a truth. So good. A truth yeah. of who I am and a truth of who we are, you know, as a couple and as a family. I think that very truth that you just said is going to be applied to all the things we talk yeah. about in this next however long we have. So do you, I think that what I'd like to do is just talk about some of the common things that we talk about when we're brainstorming. Um, when we're brainstorming together, and then we'll talk about the 10 very important questions 
that will really set you up for a great time together. So Bob, something that people ask us a lot about is date night. People ask, okay, for the, do you find, if they say, do you think it's important for couples to have date night? Oh my gosh, we have had, I had a couple in Florida this last year say that this has almost been, it's been a point of contention because they were in agreement because they had small children and that they had figured something out that worked for them where they didn't go out on a date, but they got so scrutinized by others saying that wasn't enough that they were confused. And I thought, wow, that's really sad because I love that you two had agreement. That's what I think is so important. Mm-hmm. Do we? Do you and I have a date night? No. No. <laughs> a true confession. Should we? Possibly. Maybe. More than likely. Hey, but we just had a date weekend. Like we had we a date. Did. We had a serious date day. We, we planned it, made it happen. Yeah. Uh, what's unique about us, and and you just need to recognize you that have unique your, things about you. Exactly. You your have relationships. schedules. You have kids a certain age. You're in a season of life. Like there's so many factors. Yes. So do you need alone time? Yes. Absolutely. Do you need great conversations? Yes, absolutely. Do they so, have to be at dinner at an expensive restaurant? Well, and again, that's... <laughs> no, Audrey. <laughs> Sorry, got so dramatic. I, I love it, getting dramatic. Right. So for you and I, we're with each other pretty much every day. Yes. So we look forward to having time apart. So... <laughs> <laughs> But no, no, this, this year we celebrated 35 years of marriage Yeah, and that's actually pretty cool. And so let's tell, let's, I want to tell you about our date day. It wasn't a date night, but we had a date date day day. just a couple weeks ago. Because Um, our 35th anniversary just It came and went. We were, we worked our way through it. What happened? We were somewhere. Yeah. We We were were traveling, speaking somewhere. I don't remember where exactly, but we were somewhere. And, um, but I do, I, we thought, okay. In December, we're going to go back to our honeymoon Yeah, where we went to Disney World in Florida right. for a day and had the best time, just the two of us. We got matching t-shirts. We were 19 oh, yeah. and 21 and we and had- we looked like it. Oh yeah. We were Disney World maniacs. We yeah. loved them, loved Mickey yeah. Mouse. And so now we've gone to Disneyland and Disney World since sure. then, but we've usually got a mass of people with us, yeah. children, yeah. people to consider. It's going to be the- Best day of your life. But then we take care of everyone else and, and try to navigate everyone's desires. Oh, I uh-huh. want to go on this ride. I want to go to that ride. So we planned just two weeks ago to go just the two of us. Yeah. And we're in Phoenix. So it was a quick drive to LA, yep. to Anaheim. And we went to Disneyland for a day. Yeah. On December 17th. Uh-huh. And it was so fun. Yeah, I think so. Honey, it was everything My I hoped it would be. My feet were tired, but it was fun. 7.30, we were there at opening. My feet were tired. Home at, I think, 11, 11.30 at night, yeah. and, and we rocked it. Us 55-year-old, yeah. I'm not, I, you're you 50. had you had donuts. Oh, my gosh. You had, you, you. Beignets. You didn't hold in the French back quarter. On, on the food. Oh, they, because it was Christmas time, the beignets, those hot right. donuts were, am I saying it right? Beignets? I don't sure. remember at this moment, but they, they shook them up and Peppermint, peppermint powder, peppermint and, and you dip them in, and you dip them in hot sauce. fudge sauce. Yeah. <gasps> I said yes to that. Yes, you did. I said yes to that. And we had a corn dog. Oh, that was a good yeah. corn dog. Okay, okay so we, we were naughty. We ate naughty food, but we had a great date day. Yes, so, so we may not have date nights, but we do have date days, yeah. and we definitely. Um, make room for conversation. And I and have staying connected is of utmost importance. And I have deep respect for the people I know that have been faithful yes, I do. 
to yes. date nights. We might not have Merry Week, but man, do I ever admire those that have kept mm-hmm. that up as a non-negotiable. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. You know, I have people in, in fact, my life. Yeah, I wished, you know, for us, I think I think we could do better this I, year on that. I, I think that might Why be something we talk about. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good, Bob. I think that I'd like to talk about who's going to plan them and what you'd love to do. Yeah. Because we really enjoy Disneyland. That's and good. and if if again wherever you fall on this spectrum, yeah. One of the suggestions that we have is that for a date night, it's really hard to plan one for the other person because it but takes so you, much guessing. Yeah. Like if I wanted to plan your perfect date day or date night, I'd be like, oh, okay, I know he likes this. Yeah, I know yeah. he likes hiking. I know he likes this. So maybe if I do this, or maybe he likes sports. So maybe I should try and buy a ticket to yeah. a game. And then I don't do well because I don't know what game to do. I don't know what game to buy tickets to. Okay, so all I, all I was trying to say before she hijacked it, I did was simply so this, hijacked it. Create the date night that you most enjoy, because then you're allowing your spouse to get to know you, and then allow them to create the date night that they most exactly. enjoy, because then you get to know them. So, in other words, so I'm going to plan a great alternative. I'm going to plan my ultimate what I would love to do on a date night. So then, Bob goes, "Really, you love doing and this?" And you do not need to blow the budget on. No, nope. and I'll just don't. say, if I have it, if I, we're doing something for free, this is what I'm choosing to do for my plan because okay. I love this. Okay, and then you can plan your sports one and invite me in. Mm, we won't do that. <laughs> not fun don't take audrey to sports games <laughs> i just get so bored mm-hmm. okay so so that's something you may want to discuss as i said we haven't discussed exactly how yet but that is a good topic date night another good topic that people talk to us about is how do you guys take responsibility for yourself regarding our own health our happiness mm-hmm. how we're doing in ministry or career or you know life purpose mm-hmm. and most of all yep. our emotional growth and personal development yeah exactly mm-hmm. and go ahead well no it's it's you, will you take responsibility yes. for yourself that's mm-hmm. that is the question so how will you this year take personal responsibility for your personal health. Hmm. Because you, you don't want the other person nagging on you about this. Bob, what about this your is happiness? Huge. What about your career progress? What about your emotional and personal you know, development? So what you want to do in your, you know, brainstorming conversation is just be able to talk about this and how will you this year possibly take responsibility in a way that you haven't before? And what you want to do is listen to the other person rather than just giving them your answers and solutions. Yeah. Like on this part, it's really important for, this is how it could go in the wrong way. I'd say, Hey Bob, what do you plan to do to take care of your health and your emotions today? See, that just sounds like an accusation. It sounds like a, I don't know. It sounds really unattractive. But if I just say, honey, this is what I'm kind of interested in doing this for my own growth and development. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What do you, and what do you think about that? Like, do you love that? Or what do you think? Mm -hmm. And, and, and so I think it part for me, I can't let you be my source. This is where that comes in, especially when I'm going through struggles emotionally, because I would, even though I want to involve you and invite you into things that are hard for me, I can't make you my source or my solution. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that, um, I don't know if you want, I'm, I'm kind of hijacking the conversation, but this is really pertinent for our, just this last okay. week or so. Right. I think. Let's talk about it. 
I'll tell you, we'll just invite you into what happened to us this last week or two. Um, uh, this Christmas, uh, every other Christmas is Meisner Christmas. So this happened to be the one where all the kids were coming home for Christmas. I got a couple in in New York, a couple in, in Toronto, and then our own kids here. Mm-hmm. And I just love making Christmas like a winter wonderland at our house with baked mm-hmm. goods and plans and fun. I just you love... Do so good. I exchange all the china in the kitchen, take it all out and put all the Christmas stuff in. I mean, I'm kind of nuts, okay? So I, I've got... I've been preparing for this. And then the kids... Right after we go to Disneyland, the kids arrive and it's like... For the first three days. I even said this. This is the best, best Christmas, Christmas ever. ever. The kids are all being, getting along. <sighs> Sorry, this is just kind of, it's still, <laughs> you got to understand this is this week I'm talking. It's still fresh. This is very fresh, yeah. very real. So we're three days into everyone being in under the same roof and it's glorious. It's dreamy. And then uh, last, on December 22nd, um, we all went out except Bob uh, on an adventure and Bob kind of held, held, held down the home front. Right. And our one. I didn't want to do hot yoga. Okay, you told them what we were really yeah. doing. Okay, Bob said no to hot yoga, mm-hmm. and the rest easy. of us, and the rest of us said, "Well, we want to do it." <laughs> so we go, and um, Bob and Chris and Celia, our our son from New York, they brought their little rescue dog that they are in love with that mm-hmm. they ba- this is their baby mm-hmm. and so i've got we've got this new little baby i've got a stocking ready for this baby dog you know i mean my goodness so we leave to go and while we were in our class i i get out of the class to a phone call where bob says the dog escaped yeah. it, and so this rescue dog has a bit of a ptsd issue and is an escape artist and managed to escape under mm-hmm. bob's watch yeah and that was that was tough yeah, and I had spent a previous day with the dog and kind of saw its patterns. Mm-hmm. And so it was just off the charts, mm-hmm. you know. And and again, there's no excusing, but I just felt so bad that under my watch that this dog would escape, mm-hmm. you know, underneath a barricaded, you know, gate in yes, the backyard. Yes, we thought we had so taken we all began, precautions. You know, they came home and... There were already and, tears. Yeah, and so we just spent the next eight, nine hours... You know, looking for this little puppy. Yeah. But there were people in our neighborhood, our there neighborhood was an watch app. and yeah. community. They all came around and were helping Honey, us. Honey, there were know, up looking to 20 for this dog. people it was were amazing volunteering to, to being stop. Being showered with yeah. love. Volunteers yeah. were stopping their Christmas plans to help look for our dog. Yeah. So that was the first day, but unfortunately it turned dark. Yeah. We had done everything we could and we had to try and go to sleep that night. Yeah. Knowing that that little dog was probably in the desert or yeah. somewhere yeah. And, and we couldn't find Frantically her. looking for her, her, her Celia. Her mm-hmm. owner. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So the next morning I woke up at 6 a.m. as soon as it was about the peak of day and I went back into the desert with our dog continuing to look and that morning about 10 or 11 you had gone out in your dirt bike because you could cover more ground in the desert Mm -hmm. using the dirt bike just to Mm -hmm. look for this little white dog you know and I got a call from you around 10 11 and um you weren't making sense and Mm -hmm. you said I'm not okay and that's not a normal thing for you to say right long story short Bob had well I had an accident you in know, the desert by I himself. Was, yeah. And I was on little trails, you know, looking, you know, for the dog, going very, very slow. Mm-hmm. And I had this opportunity to go fast. There was finally a gravel so road. So I took the opportunity and all of a sudden the road had been washed out. 
and mm-hmm. I hit a ditch and yeah. flew and, about and, twenty yeah. feet. And so I remember nothing. Yeah, I don't remember. The only reason the ditch. why you know we you I went twenty remember, feet. I don't remember anything other than sitting on the bike and phoning Audrey. Right. And so so we found out he was mm-hmm. alone in the desert, unconscious for quite a while before he called me. Yeah. And the helmet saved his life, but yep. there was still a lot of damage. And we weren't sure that you were going to be okay because you were repeating yourself and not being coherent. And I had you on our phone, Find Your Friends app. So David, our son, and his wife just immediately rushed into the car, found Bob, managed to get him in the car, and straight to the hospital. Right. Where not only did they, they do a CAT scan and MRI, and and you weren't talking straight. And, mm-hmm. and, and you know, Tessa, my daughter-in-law, just held me. You know, in that little room, I get a little emotional because I didn't know if you were going to be okay. And I was so thankful you're wearing that helmet because that helmet was so beat up. Right. We knew you landed right. on your head. And um, and that, those next eight hours were hard. You don't remember them, but we're... No. You know, we found out, you know, you're broken several ribs and mm-hmm. your l- lung was partially collapsed. So they admitted you to the hospital. Mm-hmm. I wanted yeah. to stay overnight and you said, no, just go home yeah, go and home. sleep. And, and yeah, and try to keep Christmas normal. And I said, honey, I can't keep Christmas normal. You know, Christmas we got a missing normal. dog, missing and, dog and Bob's hospital. in the hospital. How do you keep it normal? Yeah. So the next morning, um, again, I woke up and was planning to spend the day with Bob in the hospital Spent the day with him in the hospital. The dog's now been listen, missing 48 hours and yeah. spent the whole day looking again and um, sp- spent the day with you. Yeah. And, and, then, and the news came that the dog had been hit by a car. Yeah. So, and it was, you know, so they lost, they lost their, their dog. little puppy. So and, the grief hit our family mm-hmm. and you can just hear it. It's very heavy. This is just this yeah. week. And so Bob gets released from the hospital and now it's Christmas Eve and we have mm-hmm. Bob barely okay. And um, our dog is passed. The little dog is passed away. So, are you able oh to gosh. allow yourself yeah. to celebrate? Are we allowed are you, to have? Christmas? Are you allowed to have Christmas? Are you allowed to be happy? Yeah. Are you allowed to open gifts? And, you know, yeah. when when there's people in the room that are just hurting, mourning. It was it was and, so hard to navigate yeah. the feelings. So, and and why we share the story is because. We also know that there are many others out there yeah. that have hurt through this holiday yes, season. Yes. And I think sometimes people look at us and say, Boy, you've got it all together. You know, right. nothing ever bad happens to you. You know what? It's it's not that nothing bad or it's not whether it happens or not. Life happens. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna choose, you know, how I will react, you know, to life's circumstances. Mm-hmm. And I'm so proud of my family and of yeah. my children and how they they didn't turn on one another. They didn't turn on me. They didn't you know, isolate. There was there was a lot of love. There was a lot, lot of, of hugging, tears. A lot of hugging, you know, a lot of tears. Just, yeah. And um, and so... There could the, have been blaming. There's there always been, been a anger. family model that we've had. Mm-hmm. And it's simply this. You know, as a Meisner, the Meisner family, we're a family that loves God intimately. We're a family that loves each other openly. We're a family that loves the world radically. Yeah. It's just who we are. Yeah. You see, and so as as I don't know, I hope that you have had the most joyous. Oh my gosh, me too. Christmas, the best, the best. Yeah, Christmas. I, I because we've had those as well. Yeah, and and I'm not saying that this one's 
awful. Broken, you no. know. But, but it, it wasn't. Took, but it wasn't what, what we, we had planned. It wasn't what we you thought. Did, you, this wasn't what we were, you know, <laughs> you know, preparing no. ourselves for. <laughs> no. Because accidents happen. Yeah. And so you you choose to find life out of this. Mm-hmm. So in this, you know, here we are on just question number two. Yeah. But this is where you take personal responsibility. Yeah. And that's why I, I wanted to bring it up, Bob, because after the kids all left the day after Christmas, now we, I've, I've got a lot of, we, we, every person has, has stuff to deal. Like, you know, as the mom, I was just trying to keep everything okay. That whole Christmas thing, like holding Celia and crying with her and taking care of you and making sure you have your pain meds and making sure, you know, you haven't been mobile. Yeah. Like yeah. you still aren't. Like it's amazing you're sitting here doing this podcast, to be honest, with your broken ribs. You're being awesome right now. You're being very brave. But I am, when you have, you guys know this, when you're in pain, you finally get a moment when it's just you. And then I had to deal because I had to be honest with myself and I, with the Lord and after they all left, I was feeling remorse. I was feeling the sadness and the sorrow of, wow, what just happened? Christmas came and went, and there's such a heaviness of heart. And my question was, I, I the thing was, I just didn't understand. Like, why did this have to happen at Christmas under our watch? And, and why did Bob have to get so hurt and have six to eight weeks of recovery time? You know, this wasn't how we wanted to start 2020. This was not part of the plan. And... um. I was so thankful. The Lord led me in that moment, quiet time by myself, and he led me to some memories of of things that I had written in the past about how God um, stirs up our situation and he imposes his outcome. And I, I just kind of imagine like a French press, you know, like the drink, and it's just like he's stirring up the situation, but he's imposing his outcome. And he's helping me to feel assured and confident and highly aware of the big picture. I don't know the big picture, but I know that he can impose his outcome on this Christmas, knowing that this was the Christmas, that there was redemption. Mm-hmm. That family isn't just having fun together. Family is loving each other in the in the depths of our pain. Yeah. And that's what true intimacy is. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, it's only a few days later now. The kids have been gone a while, but I have to say that my heart is in deep place of peace. Mm-hmm. That I know our Redeemer lives. Am I still sad for Chris and Celia? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're still, they're healing. Mm-hmm. They just texted us before we started recording. They said, we're healing. We're getting better. Yep. But we all love each other through and we bend when the wind comes yep. and the storms come. Mm-hmm. And is is this the Christmas you'd ever choose? Never. No. This isn't it. But now I get to choose how I respond and yes. how I react to it. Th- yes. That is my choice. And how can I love the people around me? Yeah. And, and I'm, you know, I'm not, you don't make it about yourself. No. And so when you have these conversations one with another, this isn't where you demand your rights. No. But this is rather where you find your responsibilities. Mm. This is where you lay down your right, you, t- you know, to be right. And you pick up your responsibilities. This is where, you know, love is truly exercised, mm-hmm. where you prefer the other person, you know, over yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where relationships are enriched and mm-hmm. deepened and strengthened, uh, you know, in these, in these valleys, mo- they these say moments. that's where the fruit grows too, mm-hmm. is in those valleys. And, and so, oh my gosh, we still have so much to do in this podcast. I don't know how long we've been recording, but I just wanted to invite you into where we're at right now. And just, you can be proud with me that Bob's sitting here with his ribs broken recording uh-huh. this right now. And you can't even tell by your voice, Bob, mm-hmm. but these are just some of the topics that we talk about of, 
um, even the, the, the balance between independence and intimacy is another mm-hmm. thing that people ask us about. In other words, how much time should we be alone from each other and how much should, time should we be together? You know, because there is a, there's a healthiness about being independent and you doing your thing, you're hiking with the guys, right. me going on vacation with my girlfriends. Like these things are healthy right. for us to be independent. Right. And there's an interdependence that you yes. create. You know, not a codependency, mm-hmm. but rather an interdependence that you that you create. And you begin to find, you know, that it's okay that we take time apart from one another and 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 really have some great experiences because I'm going to be better, you know, when we come back, you mm-hmm. know, when we reunite. You, you know, this summer you took a, a girlfriend. Yeah, you know, to Montana. Trip. Yeah, yeah had a I go great backpacking time. with the boys. Yeah, I mean, there are times that you that. You need to, yes. you know, just spend a little uh, and then time we appreciate, apart from each other. You appreciate each other so much mm-hmm. at the end of those. And and so um, the other thing is just uh, other people. These are, we're just talking about questions people ask us. Yeah. So we can go. We're not getting even into the 10 questions yet, but how are you and Bob radically honest? Like, how do you live without secrets? And, and not, or do you just tiptoe around delicate issues? And we're like, no, we're going to choose to have conversations and that's yeah. just something that we've talked about as our parameter yeah. but secrets, and our intention. Secrets are basically defined as anything that you know yeah. or something that you've done or that you've participated with that you wouldn't want your partner to find out. Yeah. Okay. You've got a secret. Right. You don't need to okay. know what I had for dinner last night. No. That's not what I mean by secrets. No, it's, no it's, it's not that I have to know everything. Right. It's those things that you want to keep hidden. Right. That's a, that's a red flag right there. Mm-hmm. So why don't we, Bob, just go through those 10 amazing okay. brainstorming, um, secrets, uh, secrets, uh-huh. um, questions okay. that we will also outline in the blog that will accompany this so you can have them written yes. down. Yes. Okay. So question number one, is there anything I can do for you in this moment to help you feel more comfortable or loved? That's a great question. Hmm. And this this list of 10 questions, it would be really good for you to just print it out. Yeah. And honestly, over this year of yes. 2020, take these 10 questions and on a date night yeah. <laughs> or whenever it might be. Just get along. Just, get a I, moment. I would really encourage you to go through this list of 10. They are that good. Probably every two to three months. Honey, these 10 questions yeah. are that good. Okay. So number one was, is there anything I can do for you in this moment to help you feel more comfortable or loved? Wow. Isn't that a great question? Number two. My number two is how, Bob, okay, I'm going to ask you this, Bob. I'm actually asking you. How can I better support you in your life? Yeah. No, no, seriously. Tell me. Oh, I will. Not right now with no. in front of everybody. <laughs> There's because it is a whole conversation. Okay. Okay. Because, you know, with this accident and so on, there's some life changes, you know, mm-hmm. that I feel like I need to make. Mm. So I need some support in that. Yes. So, and I'm going to be right there to do that with you. Right. But I mean, it affects your finances. Mm-hmm. It affects, you know, a lot of things in your life. And it's like, okay, I need some support. <laughs> yeah, I need to make some decisions. My ribs are going to be broken for another six weeks. Right. And, you know, you've got a bike that needs to be repaired and, yeah. you know, and sold and, mm-hmm. you know, and be done with and, <laughs> you know, and, and everyone out in listening land is nodding. Yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. I you know. know, just be thankful. Bob wore a helmet. All right. Okay. There we go. Um, 
Go ahead. You can go with number three. Okay, number three. Is there anything I have done in the past week that may have unknowingly hurt you? Okay. <laughs> well, it's been quite a week, Bob. It's been a week. <laughs> but you can see how this question could really help. Yes. Because all of a sudden you're giving voice for the yes. other person. You're giving them space. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times we unknowingly hurt one another. Let's go on to number four. Okay. So when we, this one, this question, we made it for people who work. So when we reunite after there's, we've been apart, what can I do or say that'll make you feel the most loved? Yeah. This is huge. We help couples in our home office and what you do the first few minutes when you reunite after work, yeah. when you first come home are vital. Well, the moments that you separate, yeah. you know, that how you it, say goodbye, going, yep, going, how you say goodbye, goodbye and how you say, how hello. you say hello. You know, I've always loved it. Those are transition moments and with intention, you, you just need to, your transition going, you know, leaving the home uh, transition going into work, leaving work, whatever it might be. Those are great moments just to gather your thoughts and just, you know, commit your your heart again, you know, to the voice of the Lord. Okay. Oh, wait, no, no, I'm not done oh, with that one. Alrighty. Because Bob had no idea how important it was for me whenever he walks into her from being gone that he just says those words, Hun-, like pretty loud, hmm. honey, I'm home. That's not natural for Bob to do. No. He just quietly walks in. And starts doing his thing. But I said, honey, it means so much for me, much to me when you come What's in. What's important to you is that you, I need to make important. Because I love the enthusiasm of coming home and saying, honey, I'm home. Let's go to number five. <laughs> is, there, is there any kind of physical touch that I can engage in more that helps mm. you feel loved? Mm-hmm. Hmm. There yes. you go. Number six. Yes. Do you think you will need more closeness or more alone time? So- so Over this the is, next couple yeah. of days. So Bob, yeah. this is me talking to you. Hey Bob, do you think you need more um, closeness between you and me, or do you want some more, more alone time in the next couple of days? Well, tomorrow is New Year's Eve. Yeah, there's going to be people at the house. Yeah. So probably following that, I'll need some alone time. Really? <laughs> I don't. Know. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> It's but it's a good, good question, isn't it's it? It's a very good question. We're pretty honest yeah. with each other about this. This yeah. is something that we have really, I want. I don't like to say mastered, but we really give each other space to be alone and we tell each other when we need to be close. Okay. And here's another great question, number seven. Is there any argument that we have had this past week that you feel incomplete about? Mm. Yikes. But again, this is brainstorming. Great question. Everything can come on the table, right? Because when I when I love you, yeah, then I, I'm really wanting to know you. Let's okay. talk about the person who isn't that great at navigating um, conflict. Say you ask this question: Is there any argument we had this past week? And then your spouse says, "You know what? Yeah, when you said this, 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 it really made me feel da 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 da." Your reaction will likely be to say, "Well, I didn't mean to." So this is what I really meant. Then and then the, now we the now defense. Bob and Audrey podcast. Mm-hmm. Bob and Audrey podcast has just they started said, a fight. You're supposed to talk about this. I thought this was supposed to be a nice brainstorming session. Okay, when someone's talking about this, really listen with mercy. And be willing and humble to say, I didn't mean to hurt you. Let's talk. Mm-hmm. I don't, and I don't want to continue to hurt you mm-hmm. anymore. It's that and easy. Some, and sometimes, you know, you've had an argument and it's not going well. Mm-hmm. And so you just shut it down. Mm-hmm. And then you just 
ignore it. And then it feels incomplete. So the whole purpose isn't, to, again, to be right. right. The whole purpose is to connect. Okay, let's go to number eight. How do you feel about our sex life lately? More couples need to ask each other that. I know that. Yeah. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Oh, so now you're not. Now you're going to go silent? Yeah. I'm not talking about this on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is private. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. Bob, how do you feel about our sex life yeah, lately? Yeah, I don't want it right now. Yeah, yeah no, not with uh, the ribs you've got. No. I could probably kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that isn't funny. Okay, what are the main, number nine, what are the main stressors that are currently in your life? Mm-hmm. And is there any way that I can alleviate that stress, even if it's a little bit? What a great question. Mm-hmm. Because we all do have main stressors. At, I, at, and at, I think sometimes you notice that your spouse is stressed. But you don't. But you don't avail yourself, you know, to say, hey, is there something I could do? Imagine it might be as simple as emptying the dishwasher. Yeah. Or you, vacuuming you the floor. You know what this makes me think about? You have no idea. Just an, a simple act of service might relieve just a little bit of stress. And this, you know, this reminds me of, of women who know that there's something up in their husband's life and they'll say, What are you thinking about? What's wrong? And we ask questions like that that you do not appreciate. But if I were to say to you, Bob, you know, what are the main stressors in your life? And is there any way I can alleviate alleviate some of that stress for you, even if it's a little bit? I think that you would handle that better than just say, what are you thinking about? And why are you down? Why aren't you talking? Mm -hmm. You know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. And 10 and and the final one here. 10 and done. All right. When do you find speaking difficult? And how can I best support you (laughs) through those moments? Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) <laughs> this is this is very important yes. because you know going through this entire podcast and and you know the list of questions and conversational starters brainstorming ideas mm-hmm. you know for some conversation just doesn't come easy yeah and and that's okay and i'm thinking of the people who have done the communication goals and their number one communication goal is to feel safe yeah it's this is this is very challenging yeah yeah and so this is where, again, you're preferring the other. You're, yes, you're, creating safety mm-hmm. with each other, creating that space where I'm not here to judge you. I'm here to connect with you. I'm not here to follow a system or a structure. I'm here to really tell you what matters most to me and hopefully hear things about you that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And so there, my, my prayer is that you would begin personally to recognize, have there been some cycles in my mm. life that I've developed over the past year? Mm-hmm. And what belief is attached to that that is really kind of limiting me? Mm-hmm. You know, has it brought about possibly an annoyance to my life? Has it brought about a new normal that I'm really unwilling to live with? And then have I allowed myself and have I justified the why and created the excuses for my life being the way that it is? Mm-hmm. See, personal responsibility, I, I think, Audrey, for you and I, that would be... That's our 2019 of, word, yeah, for sure. That would be sure. our headline for 2019. And the whole thing is, is I want you to be able to begin to break you know, those limiting beliefs and those cycles in, in your life. 
And, and you really can do it. You really can. And it takes a choice. You know, we can help you and lead you to the door, but you got to walk through that and make the choice for yourself. You're going to make a million choices all day long, but you're, but choose yeah. life, choose kindness, choose mercy, choose humility. I think that's a word that I'm leaning towards for 2020, Bob, is humility because, you know, we don't have to be a big deal. He is the big deal. God is the big deal. And love is the big deal. Mm-hmm. How can I love the best? And when you look at all of these, if you were to respond and react, you know, in sincere love in all of these, yeah, this would bring you closer mm-hmm. in your relationship to the Lord. Yeah, definitely. It would. Mm-hmm. And it would bring, you would just sense and know his presence more than, than, than anything, which is the most important, most mm-hmm. valuable but then also your your relationship and your marriage benefits as well. Yeah. You know, just last night I was I was um reading Philippians 2. You know, we we talk a lot about Philippians 2 Bob being the marriage chapter or the the marriage verse of the Bible because it is so good when it comes to relationships. We often go back to Philippians 2. And I just want to read the beginning of it for those for you guys listening and it basically it says in the in the passion translation it says, um, I'm actually finding it on my phone, as you can tell. Um, look at how much encouragement you found in relationship with the anointed one. You are filled to overflowing with his comforting love. And isn't that true, Bob? We are filled to overflowing with his comforting love. And we've experienced deep friendship with the Holy Spirit and felt his affection and mercy. So I'm asking you, be joined together in perfect unity with one heart, one passion, united in love, and walk together with one harmonious purpose and you will fill my heart with unbounded joy. Be free from pride-filled opinions, for they only harm your cherished unity. And don't allow self-promotion to hide in your hearts. But in authentic humility, put others first and view others as more important than yourselves and abandon every display of selfishness. Hmm. Possess a greater concern for what matters to the other instead of your own interest. There you go. Isn't that awesome? Done. Boom. Hey, there's one other thing, and then we we do need to go. Okay, this yeah. We've been, been long-winded. Been long You've done away. great, Bob. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Don't cough. No. <laughs> I was trying to take a breath. There. No. Um, but I do want to say this, and again, this isn't about, you know, our difficult Christmas. No. But I do want to say, you know, thank you to our, our listening audience, uh, to those who lovingly and financially and just with your words of encouragement, just really support us Yes, uh, in fighting for marriages. Yes. And because I, I want you to really thrive in both life and mm-hmm. love. I want you to thrive in your relationships. And this Christmas, I have received two separate testimonies, stories accompanied with pictures of two families that have been rescued and they have a little baby, a little baby as a result of an affair and they've kept their their baby and we've walked these couples Mm -hmm. through and it wasn't just a one-time conversation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for one, it was a couple years almost, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's now, you know, the baby is, it's two years old. Yeah. Yeah. The baby's a a full year old now. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. A full year. And so, yeah, it's, but what a reward. Yeah. And all I'm saying 
is, you know, thank you for not yes. quitting. Yes. Thank you for trusting us and yes. allowing us to come alongside and, and walk with you and, mm-hmm. and love you through. But ultimately, it's your choice. But thank you for not quitting. Thank you for not abandoning your family. Thank mm-hmm. you for not giving up. Mm-hmm. Your family is worth it. Your generations are worth it. It's not just about you. It really is about others and the legacy, you know, that you will leave. So, um, you know, thank you, everyone. We love you so much. So share this podcast with your friends and family. And we're going to go again. I'm going to write those 10, oh, right. 10, 10 conversation starters that uh-huh. are the brainstorm starters in the podcast and the blog that's accompanying this. It's a blog post on uh, lovemarriedlife.com. Yeah, okay. lovemarriedlife.com. But until next time, you guys, we love yeah. you. Happy New Year. The next time we talk to you, it's going to be in the new year. We are truly cheering you on. 2020 is going to be your best year it yet. Will. And we can and experience great relationships that are full of safety. Yeah. Your future is bright. Yeah. Merry and bright. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Happy New New Year. Year. Bye-bye.